Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership where we attempt in seven minutes to give you some leadership truth that hopefully will uh, help you grow and develop as a leader. Now, we're doing a, a series called Kingdom Leadership where we're looking at some beautiful key passages of scripture in the Bible that with regard to leadership. And today's topic, we're going to be looking at the God promoted leader. Now, remember in Matthew chapter 20 verse 26, Jesus said, but among you it will be different. He's speaking to his disciples saying kingdom leadership should be different to that of the world. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. So that's the heart of where we're going with this kingdom leadership series. Leadership in the kingdom should be glorious and it should be effective and different to that of the world. So what does it mean when we talk about promotion, a God-promoted leader? I mean, the world speaks about promotion, and often it's to do with self-promotion. How do we get ahead? How do we get ourselves promoted? Well, in the kingdom of God, once again, it's different. We're not talking about self-promotion here. We're talking about the hand of God bringing about promotion in someone's life. You see, kingdom leadership draws authority from kingdom promotion. God gives authority. God gives promotion. And what do we have to do? What can we do as leaders to position ourselves well for such a promotion? So, what is kingdom promotion? Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 to 11, it says, Therefore God elevated him. Speaking about Jesus, God elevated. Some translations would say, Therefore God exalted him. That's what we're talking about right here. When God exalts, when God elevates, when God promotes. And God promoted Jesus to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. That speaks about reputation. God gave Jesus the reputation above all others. Now, self-promotion, you're trying to build your own reputation. God-promotion is when God builds your reputation. Verse 10, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. That speaks about authority, not claiming authority, but God giving authority so that knees would bow. Now, this is not people bowing to you, obviously, but what it speaks about is spiritual authority to advance the kingdom of God. And verse number 11, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every tongue. That means an enlarged inheritance. God wants to enlarge our inheritance of what he can do in us and through us. That's what we're talking about when we speak about God promotion. And why? To the glory of God the Father. Ultimately, a God promotion should result in greater glory to God the Father. So, Kingdom promotion is when God elevates or enlarges your reputation, authority, inheritance, and the glory you bring his name. Now, I was always taught when you see a therefore in scripture, you should ask what it is therefore. So it says, therefore God exalted or God elevated. Why did God elevate Jesus? Well, when we go back to the start of that passage, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, Paul said this, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. And he teaches about Christ's attitude and then says, therefore God exalted him. I want you to see the connection between our attitude and God promotion. You've heard that saying, attitude determines altitude. Well, it's biblical because Jesus' attitude resulted in God exalting him or promoting him to the highest level. 
Adopting his same attitude is the pathway to his altitude or promotion. That's what we should be putting our faith in. So, kingdom promotion follows kingdom attitude. Did you get that? Kingdom promotion follows kingdom attitude. That's what we can work on. Let's not work on trying to get ourselves promoted. Let's work on developing the same attitude that Jesus had. So an attitude is a way of thinking. What was the pattern of Jesus' thinking that governed his life? Well, let's continue looking at that same passage, Philippians 2, verses 6 to 8. It says, Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God something to cling to. That's interesting. First thing, Jesus didn't cling to his privileges. So, number one, Jesus had an attitude of open-handedness. He did not cling to his rights or privileges. He was not tight-fisted. Special perks and privileges are so dangerous because they quickly lead to entitlement. Jesus had the opposite of an entitlement attitude. He had an open-handed, I'm not grasping after my rights or my privileges. It's an attitude of I choose to give up all special treatment. Carrying on, verse number seven, instead he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. He chose his position and he chose that of a slave. So number two, Jesus had an attitude of serve at the lowest level. Sometimes you hear leaders uh, speak about, now I'm above that. You know, I'm above that level of serving, not in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, we never outgrow serving. In fact, our sphere or our level of service should just grow more and more. And we don't serve to be seen. We serve to worship God. I had a young man I was training once, and, and there was a character flaw in his heart. He would volunteer to serve, as in he would carry my Bible to the front of the church where everyone could see, but had a problem trying to pick up the litter or papers around the churchyard. In other words, his heart was, I'm happy to serve as long as I'll be seen serving the pastor. That's not kingdom serving. Kingdom serving is when we serve in the background, in the shadows, because God God is watching and we do it as an act of worship. So it's an attitude that is no task beneath me. And thirdly, it says in uh, verse number eight that Jesus humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Jesus had an attitude of obedience no matter the cost. The greatest test of humility is not how we handle praise, but how do you handle obedience to what God is telling you to do? Pride justifies why our command of God does not apply to you. True humility is seen in true submission to God's word. It's an attitude of I want to volunteer myself for every command and not try and excuse myself from it. So the biggest hindrance to kingdom promotion is this thing called insecurity. It says in John 13 verses 3 to 5, Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe and washed his disciples' feet. It takes a secure leader to be a serving leader. It takes a serving leader to become a God-promoted leader. Insecurity. Insecurity keeps us closed-fisted, thinking about our own reputation. Insecurity puts pride into our hearts. What would my team think of me if they saw me serving in this way? Insecurity puts that justifying mentality inside of us. Surely God means I should symbolically wash their feet and not actually obey. What's the big idea? It takes a secure leader to be a servant leader. It takes 
a servant leader, to become a God-promoted leader. I want to leave you with this challenge. Are you secure enough to serve or insecure enough to need to be served? I believe God wants to raise up and promote leaders, kingdom-hearted, godly leaders, and I pray that you would be one of them. May this word go deep into our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.